Jay and Sarah. On the way to work, I love to listen to the morning show. It gets my day going. It makes me laugh. I love it. The Morning Mix-Up. Love your morning, too. On 95.7 The Mix. Domino's and Netflix have teamed up to launch the new mind-ordering app. Okay. And what it is, they're celebrating the season four premiere of Stranger Things. And it's meant to be like a immersive experience that puts tests, test subjects in Hawkins National Lab. That's awesome. Yeah. So if you're a Stranger Things fan. I am. Then you'll dig this because basically they're going to send you to 1986. Oh, please do. <laughs> Man, that was so fun. Here's the cool thing. For the ordering part, the app actually uses facial recognition and eye tracking technology so you can like point to what you want to order with your eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> So what happens if you're just... Look, what happens if you're cross-eyed? <laughs> Extra breadsticks. <laughs> just saying. I, I don't know. But. Is this really something, facial recognition and this sort of thing? Do we know who's actually put that app out there? Stranger things have happened. Uh, 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 that's awesome. <laughs> Domino's is also rolling out a retro 1980s pizza box for a limited time. And the uh, new Stranger Things season premiere on Netflix is May 27th. Yep, for the first half of the last season. And then the second half um, July. in July. Yeah, I'm excited. I actually am excited about that. That's a good week. Look, that is a good week for the 80s when it comes to movies and TV. Think about that. Top Gun earlier mm-hmm. in the week and then Stranger Things that weekend. Yes. I've never actually watched Stranger Things. Oh, go back and start watching. It I mean it it Everybody kind of sold it to to me as it's a horror TV show. No. It no. Set in the 80s. You'll love the 80s part of it. I'm sure I, I would. I mean there's some scary moments to it, but it's not like I'm a little scared. Listen, when ET screamed, you I were just 10. I was 4. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, when you first wake up. Turn on Jay and Sarah. It wakes me up and it gives me energy to start my day. The morning mix-up gets me in a good mood. 95.7, The Mix. Passive-aggressive much? You think? Isn't yeah. that story awful? I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. And, and it started, I, I think everybody first saw this on Reddit. Right. And it kind of exploded from there. Now this story is all over the place. I mean, this poor guy, he he gets this dad gets this anonymous note, not left in a mailbox or even posted to the door, but it's actually mailed. And there's, you know, no return address, no signature. And it's just a really passive aggressive dig about the state of the guy's house, like his yard. Yeah. Like, oh, that's twice you've mowed your yard yeah. this year. The, the note read, congratulations, you mowed. That's twice so far this year, I believe. Can you keep it up? Maybe yeah. weekly? Because he doesn't want the house to look abandoned. Your neighbors would be very grateful if your house didn't look like it was abandoned. Well, so the, what the, what whoever this horrible neighbor was, instead of coming down and being a man or woman, not a Karen or a Kyle, um, they would have talked to him and maybe said, oh, wow, 
you need some help because this guy is taking care of a newborn and his five-year-old because his wife is in the hospital still trying to recover from postnatal complications. Yes. She had a, a, a bad pregnancy, and now there were issues, and so now she is still in the hospital, and he's trying to take care of two small kids. Yep. Kudos and, to him for even getting the mode, the lawn mode at all. Right. Right. And then you know, goodness knows how much expense they're looking at as well. Because you might say, well, why doesn't he just call somebody? Well, you know that stuff. It costs money <laughs> to get a service or whatever. And the guy said, look, my it's not been out of compliance with the city or the HOA, which you know an HOA would approach, right? I mean, they're notorious for that. Oh, I know. <laughs> so, I've had some fun. But, yeah, so don't be that person. Yeah, seriously. One little conversation. This is this is one of those things, and, I, again, I blame social media for this one mm-hmm. because it's changed our behaviors that we're much more likely to do something like what we just read as opposed to just going and having a – conversation with the guy I, you might open it up with hey man we noticed that your uh th- that your grass was getting tall do you need some help yeah exactly exactly can we help you out with anything if you got something going on right i mean be that person yeah do you need to borrow my lawnmower do you need i mean you know everybody says it but kindness doesn't cost a dime yeah they opened this up all wrong yeah now, those people on the road driving in that left lane, hogging that left lane, doing 65 down I-75, they deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you know, if I ever offer to mow your grass, know that I love you. <laughs> hey, did I tell you last week? Oh, man, I have the perfect solution for you. So one of the questions of the day last week, and I need to find out where it is, where she is. Um, one of the questions was, "What is what is your go-to activity if you're stressed? If you need to de-stress, what do you do?" And, and they said, "Mow grass." And we had a listener that said, "I jump on the lawnmower and mow the yard for about two hours, or I get in my car." And turn on Bon Jovi loud. And I was like, Jay's going to send you his address for the next time you need to de-stress. <laughs> please, please come on over. Two birds, one stone right there. And she nice said, okay, mower. no problem. So I've got her her name and her number right here. You can text her later. You're my hero. I. That's awesome. <laughs> wake up, gotta move, gotta move. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? Turn the radio on. The best way to wake up is with Jay and Sarah. The morning mix-up. Weekdays on 95.7 The Mix. Let's get to headlines. 35,000 pounds of eggs spill on Texas freeway after truck crash. That is one heck of an omelet. World record setter, maybe? I don't maybe. Know. I don't know, because it's pretty hot in Texas, so... <laughs> thinking they might have cooked if you'd left them left them there long enough, right? Right. Oof. Florida man doing Florida man things here because Florida man filmed golfing on side of the interstate. Can I tell you the funniest golf story I think ever sure. that I've seen personally? Do you remember? Well, you might not remember. Way back in '93, were you here yet? Yes. Okay. We that March of that year, that bad storm rolled through and it got real cold and real windy and power was out for days. 
Um, we, my friend Amy and I, because I have been doing dumb things forever, decide that we're not going to sit around in a storm at home. Oh, no, no. We decide to drive down to Jacksonville to go shopping. Well, that wasn't the dumbest thing that was happening that day. Because of this guy, there's a golf course that we passed by. And this guy was trying to drive the golf ball. And it was driving into the wind. And it kept looping back on him, like boomeranging back. <laughs> It wasn't going anywhere. And it was at that point we were like, maybe we should not have left. It's really windy out. Did spitting into the wind as a kid not teach you the lesson that you needed to know here? But could you imagine if you'd been able to drive the opposite way? (sighs) Basically, I'm Tiger Woods. You would have never landed. (laughs) Landed in South Carolina. Uh, California elementary school student shared Skittles like cannabis candy at Mm. recess. They definitely tasted the rainbow (laughs) and any other psychedelic color that might have popped up. (laughs) Grandma slams Amazon for ridiculous joke packaging after Garden Tool arrives in six-foot box. Did she order a shovel? That would make sense. No, I guess not. Okay. U-Haul driver in Washington packs car into moving van, gets pulled over. Now, this wasn't like some little car. I could understand if it was a Mini or something, but why not just get the you know the U-Haul pull-along thing for a vehicle? No, they got the actual box truck and tried to put an Isuzu Rodeo SUV in it. And the whole back end and the rear wheels. Do they wheels. even make those anymore? Or no, was this one of these older. old school? Yeah, yeah, way old school. It was 90s. Yeah. You know, but the back wheels were actually hanging out the back of the truck. Oh, is that why he it got... Would only, it would only fit in there so far. Hmm, wonder. <laughs> a Pennsylvania man arrested for banging on neighbor's door in the buff. Why is it these naked people? I don't know, but every day there's a naked man story, it seems. I really thought people in Canada were nicer than this next headline. Vancouver Arby's manager caught urinating in milkshake mix. Uh, that one time that you really wish that the, the shake machine was broken. Right. <laughs> and finally, Ohio man calls police when truck he stole five days earlier is stolen again. The sense of entitlement is strong with that one. Seriously, though, that might have to be our bonehead today because, wow. I'm the We're here to get you going. Oh, yeah. Good morning. The Morning Mix-Up on 95.7 The Mix. Talking about people and their dreams, do you recall your dreams? I mean, are they vivid to you? Sometimes, but that's rare. So apparently there's research coming out that say people who can frequently recall their dreams tend to be more creative and exhibit increased functional connectivity in a key brain network. So apparently, if you can recall your dreams, you're creative and, and like all your synopses are firing in your brain. I have no idea how that goes. <laughs> so what I realize over my lifetime is I used to be able to very vividly recall dreams very, very often. And that has decreased as I've gotten older. Right. So apparently the synopses are now faulty. <laughs> my brain. Google synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, but here's the here's the thing. I can't decide if it's because I have such interrupted sleep at night now. I never actually get fully to a dream state, I don't think. Like that deep REM sleep. Right. I don't know. I think it's an interesting study, though. I think so, too. But I think my entire life, there there's only certain dreams that I recall very vividly. But when I do, I really remember them. Like, really, really remember them. Well, this one is really cool because they found that high dream recallers and low dream recallers usually have similar personalities, levels of anxiety, sleep quality, and memory abilities. Dream High dream recallers score significantly higher on a, a test that um, tests for creativity, and that means they have greater creativity. Hmm. Interesting. It is. It is. Nice. I have two dreams and, well, three. And one of them is from when I was four. Seriously. Wow. The, the dream that I had. I had cousins who were so mean. They were older than me. And they were the ones that would just, they would, they locked me in a dark basement one time, left me in a basement, chased me around with this Charlie McCarthy dummy doll. <laughs> I hate those things to this day. <laughs> and they told me that, when I was four and young and impressionable, that things could come out of the television and get you. And so you remember those, like, it seemed like every program in the 70s and 80s, there was, at any time there was an airplane, the scene was always the same. It was at the end of the runway and the plane would come up over the top of the camera. Of course. Right? So you're seeing the underbelly as it goes over you. I would dream constantly that those planes would fly out of the television when I was four because of those cousins. <laughs> Do you remind them of these things? Yes. <laughs> hey, Patty. That's so funny Remember because that actually me? is her name. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Pat and Lisa. Yes. <laughs> they were so mean to me. I was just taking me. a stab at that. But... They were really mean. <laughs> we right. joke about it now, but yeah, back then they, they used to like to pick on me. Kids were so cruel. Honestly, they're, my mother says they're the reason I started walking when I was like nine and a half months old. You wanted to get away from I them. wanted to. Yes, that was exactly it. <laughs> oh, so there's that. I don't know what it means that I can still recall a dream from age four, but probably need to seek therapy. <laughs> I remember a, a a few dreams. I remember having a really bad like nightmare about fire when I was a kid. I remember having the, and I think everybody at some point has that I can fly dream. I don't remember an I can fly dream. I do remember a beautiful dream as an adult where I was swimming in very warm water. It was a channel of beautiful, warm, blue water. And as I was swimming, there were people alongside the channel who were just smiling and laughing and calling my name. And it was all the people in my life that I love. And it was just a great dream and such a peaceful feeling. So I have that one to hang on to much better than the airplanes coming out of the television, I got to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably an improvement. Mine improved. Somebody too. out there is looking up dreams and what they mean uh, and they're analyzing me and they're going, oh, gosh, we don't need to listen to that show anymore. <laughs> I went from... From fire and and flying to most of the uh, 
you know, late 80s and first half of the 90s, Kathy Ireland, Cindy Crawford. Oh, stop it. Jay and Sarah are about... Lots of fun. Gets my day started. They're the first four spot here in the morning. Turn on the morning mix. On 95.7, the mix. It turns out that mom was right. You sit up straight, it really is good for you. In fact... There's a new study out that shows that uh, having a more dominant, upright, and superhero-like pose actually makes people feel more confident. Now, you know, you know what comes to mind. I don't think you watched this series, but in Grey's Anatomy, there's a character, there's a doctor who does a Superman pose before she goes into every <laughs> surgery because she said it, it grounds her and makes her feel more confident. Might be something this to it. This is based in apparently research, power posing. Yeah, you just like, I wouldn't, you know, like stand there all the time like you have a cape on. <laughs> that would look really weird. If somebody would get me a cape, I would absolutely do that. But they say that by standing like that for a little bit, it affects a person's feelings and self-worth. Sitting up straight can actually do that for you as well. Not quite to the whole Superman, I've got the... I've got the power and the cape. But just sitting up straight can make you feel more confident. Interesting. And this isn't like just a handful of people. No, it's a huge 10,000. Yeah. They studied 10,000 people to come up with this answer. Yeah. Now, postures don't influence a per- person's hormones. They've debunked that. I had not heard that was a thing. I did look it up, and supposedly there was a whole thing about, you know, it can help your hormonal balance and that sort of thing. But no, no, there's nothing about that. But but from a perspective of being confident in yourself, then, yeah, it's I a good I'm thing. I just going to sit here in Superman pose the whole morning. <laughs> Never fear. I, the morning mix-up is here. I just, I just need some theme music now because I feel good. I will find us a theme. Okay. Coming up, we're going to talk about uh, that big grand opening of Buff City Soaps right there next to the Valdosta Mall. We'll give you details on that. Dug out the samples that were given to us I a few weeks back. I smelled one of those things. Wow. And that is so good. Yeah. I'm going to go home and there's they do laundry soap. So I'm going to go home and try the laundry soap. It's uh, fresh cotton. I'm so, holding one right now. Yeah. You've got the hand soap. Island nectar. It's It does smell very islandy. Mm. Got to say that. I wow, mean, that smells so real. I'm sunburnt. <laughs> and it's pretty too. It is. Some very bright colors inside of it. So, yeah, we'll talk Buff City soaps coming up here soon. And something else. Oh yeah, we gotta we've gotta do some bad acting. We do. Yay! I'm excited. Your chance to win Top Gun Maverick tickets to that special showing at the GTX Theater right here in Valdosta. You can be one of the first in the country to see it early on Tuesday the 24th. So get ready right here. 95.7 The Mix. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Wake up every weekday with Jay and Sarah. Makes me laugh. It's you in a good mood. The Morning Mix-Up on 95.7 The Mix. So the the, the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial is back on. It's I, like season two. It, it, it is. <laughs> we, had, we, we went on hiatus last week and now we're back. I will say, yesterday, while I was up at Mercer, I met a woman who works for a law firm that is right across the street from the Fairfax, Virginia courthouse. And she said, yes, it is as big a circus as you've seen. And there is just, she can't even describe. She told me about the the lady who brings the alpaca 
up to the courthouse every day and just sits outside <laughs> because apparently she read somewhere that Johnny Depp likes alpacas and she just wants him to be able to see the alpaca and feel better. I saw a picture. It's very cute. <laughs> it's cute alpaca, but there's some... St- wow. I want one. We talked... I don't know if you were here. Did we talk about it while you were here about the woman who, like, sold her car and quit her job and has spent $30,000 so far to fly over from the U.K. to go to this trial daily? Well, well, as one would. Sure. I mean, real fans. So, here we go. (laughs) Episode 1, part season 2. Amber Heard said it was Johnny Depp's dog, Boo, who actually pooed on the bed. Because the dog has lifelong bowel control issues due to it eating Johnny Depp's weed. That's her excuse. That's not backed up anywhere. Uh, neither when was, it was the dog. <laughs> when it was a puppy. Now, let's just say that this is a teacup Yorkshire Terrier, right? So tiny dog, yeah. tiny poo. I'm thinking that if there's pictures of the poo, we can pretty much say, look, that's not the tiny teacup dog, right? Amber. <laughs> You pooed in the bed. Just say you pooed in the bed. Just go ahead and do that. She says, I don't think it's funny. I don't know what grown woman does that. Well, you do. (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) So I think this is a bad idea, but one of the producers of Rust thinks they'll be able to complete the movie once the police finish their investigation. Who's watching that movie? A lot of people will probably go see that movie just because of that. I think that's morbid. It is, but there's plenty of people out there who are drawn to that sort of thing. Yeah, I would not be one of those people. Me neither. Me neither. This is kind of, uh, you know, Winona Judd has got to be a pretty strong person to say, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. And she's doing it in honor of her mother. They are going to go ahead with the final tour that she and her mother, Naomi, had planned. Dates are the same. It still kicks off at the end of September, runs through the end of October. And her very special guest... Someone stepping in that can't quite fill the shoes, but will do a pretty good job. Martina McBride. That's a good friend. I think so, too. You know, that that puts their hand up and says, you know what? Let me let Let me me help help. you do this. Yeah. So shout out to Martina McBride. That is awesome. (laughs) I'm going to leave this one for you. Woo! (laughs) Ric Flair in the news. (laughs) Sorry. I had one of those moments that went as soon as I saw this, I thought. He's still kicking? Yeah. Yeah, that was your first thing. Yeah. I was more innocent. My first thought was, is he still wrestling? You were like, I thought he was dead. I hadn't heard anything from him in the news lately, so. So apparently Ric Flair is going to have his final match coming up in July. I thought he retired like 15, 20 years ago. I was pretty sure he did, too. So there's that. But yeah, one final match in July. So Bridgerton in the news, apparently it's going to jump ahead. Yeah, the season three is going to go to book four instead of book three, and it's going to focus on Penelope Featherington and Colin Bridgerton. So those Mm. of us who have been wondering for the last two seasons what's going to happen with Penelope and Colin, we're not going to have to wait. It'll be next season. That's good. I I thought the the tension in that storyline was one of the best parts of the second season. Oh, it's been a great secondary story, first and second season. So I, I'm excited to see it like come to the forefront in the third season. And then finally, a Rolling Stone report claims that Taylor Hawkins had a heart-to-heart with Dave Grohl shortly before he died, saying he couldn't hack the Foo Fighters' grueling tour schedule anymore. 
maybe he was suffering a bit because they stayed on the road oh goodness a lot and they were amazing and they were that band that you want to see live because they would literally like on stage just just open up their chest and hand you their heart they put everything they had and you never knew who or who was going to pop on stage with them or what was going to happen during a show it was something different every time when i saw them okay the first thing they did was uh introduce idol right you know which billy idol let dave Grohl and his foo fighters band open up for him back in the day when he was getting started after nirvana Mm -hmm. so they let billy idol open up for them at the big rockville event right which was really nice and then they brought him out on stage so all of a sudden you got dave Grohl and billy idol what a combo full circle yeah and then they stopped down the show again and they said oh somebody else just showed up they just flew in uh, you might know them, and they start playing uh, doom chicka doom chicka doom chicka doom, and I'm like, what are they doing? It was the Grease theme. Out walks John Travolta, who's at Rockville. I mean, come and on. he flew himself. Well, of course he did. That was awesome. So what a combination, though. Dave Grohl, what are these Taylor sci- Hawkins, Scientologists, John Travolta, Tom Cruise flying themselves everywhere, <laughs> right? <laughs> Get help from aliens, man. Something like that. The Morning Mix-Up is not your typical morning show. It gets you going, gets the blood circulating, you know you might bounce with it. It just gets me pumped up. I like to laugh in the morning. Every weekday morning. I love The Morning Show. The Morning Mix-Up with Jay and Sarah. On 95.7 The Mix. We found this story about color and rock and roll. So color psychology is a big thing. There's a lot of studies that are done based on people's favorite colors and personalities and and different things. So they decided, Loudwire did, um, a a rock news publication, decided to take it a step further and applied it to the rock world. So you said your favorite color is yellow, correct? All right. correct. So according to Loudwire's psychological analysis, you're kind and adventurous, and you see the good in everything, known for being an optimist uh, with cheerful energy, like the bands Dragon Force, Twisted Sister, and Greta Van Fleet. How does that pan out for you? Sound about right? I do like them. I think, you know, orange, pretty close to. So, yeah, and that actually is one of my favorite colors these days. I'm the social one in my friend group. But you know what? My friend group, everybody's social, so I can't really say that. (laughs) We all talk over each other all the time. Free and creative spirit who enjoys parties and other social events. An extrovert, much like Van Halen, Motley Crue, and Andrew W.K. All right, so that's uh, yellow and orange covered. Let's get to some other big colors that people would choose. Black. You're serious and too much. Probably dark and pessimistic. Unique. Just like typo negative Black Sabbath. And corn. Hmm. Now, Ozzy Osbourne's system of a down in any band that Devin Townsend is in, rock-wise, you, you probably like red. All right. Blue, always a popular color. You're laid back and easygoing. You're peaceful and compassionate while still being strong. Just because you're not bold doesn't mean you're soft. Just like Tool, Spirit Box, and Alice in Chains. I just don't see them not being bold. I'm looking at that. I'm going, they're bold, right? Green, you're practical and down to earth. You might be jealous. Dio, Alice Cooper could be your band. And Rush, Muse, and Thrice, you're probably a purple person. How is Prince not for purple? That doesn't compute. 
Well, we are talking rock bands. <laughs> so Pink Floyd, Fleetwood Mac, The Police, White. And that actually, I, I do like. White to me is just so clean. So it's very appealing, and I do like all three of those bands. It's an interesting study, though. You can find it online. You can search Loudwire and uh, see what bands <laughs> might, might line up with you. Might with float your, your boat yeah. based on your color preference. Periwinkle's just not on here, but I'm guessing Periwinkle's not a very rock color. <laughs> if I cover this one eye over here, I get confused on this colorblind in the one eye. Oh. How, how would you figure out your favorite band based on color I don't know if you can't who I like see them? Half the time. Mornings are about coffee, good music, breakfast. Enjoy them even more with Jay and Sarah. I listen to the radio every morning. The Morning Mix-Up on 95.7 The Mix.